Welcome to the second episode of the Hazen Union Podcast. I'm John Craig, the Associate Principal of Hazen Union School, and on this episode we will be talking with several students from Students Against Destructive Decisions, SAD, along with their advisor, Mike Clark. SAD was responsible for bringing Calvin Terrell to Hazen to discuss diversity awareness, bullying prevention, and social justice on November 19th. After we speak with the SAD members, I will talk with Allie O'Hara, our Act 77 coordinator. Allie has been working with a group of students to facilitate during teacher-student advisory, further conversations around Calvin's message. So I'm here with members of the SAD group, Students Against Destructive Decisions. Uh, and to start off, how about everybody just goes around and introduces themselves? Uh, I'm Tybee Parchman, and I'm in the ninth grade. I'm Ramonda Parchman, I'm in the ninth grade, and I'm the treasurer of SAD. I'm Brianna Hislop, I'm in ninth grade, and I'm the president of SAD. I'm Katrina Shaves, I'm in ninth grade, and I'm the secretary of SAD. Hi, I'm Mike Clark, and the uh, advisor for SAD. Uh, Calvin Terrell of Arizona gave a presentation on uh, Thursday, November 19th, to students, teachers, and staff at Hazen Union. He spoke about building safer schools and communities and the impact of hurtful language and behaviors and our role in preventing prejudice, hate, and violence. Um, our students have gone to national conferences and heard him speak and knew that they wanted him to come to Hazen. And it happened. And we're so happy it did. Great. Thanks. So first off, thanks for uh, taking some time to chat with me. and to, You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and to record this podcast um, so we can share a little bit about what, uh, what you heard yeah, and the messages you heard on, uh, on November 19th from Calvin. Uh, but first, in having conversations with you and with other students over the last couple of weeks, it's been really apparent that sort of Calvin's presentation style uh, was, uh, was really engaging for, mm-hmm. for you in the high school and also for our middle school students. Could you, got, you all talk a little bit about uh, his presentation and what really stood out to you in terms of how he presented the information and his message? <laughs> Um, he made it very clear, uh, his point that he was trying to get across, but it wasn't a higher authority talking to us and, like, trying to make us listen necessarily, like, trying to make us, like, to drill in our heads what is wrong and what is right and trying to teach us what we should be doing and, like, the things we shouldn't be doing. He kind of just gave us examples of what's really happening in the real world and, like, made us kind of realize what's going on and we had to interpret it in our own ways and use it if we wanted to and like we yeah yeah (laughs) uh he started off the presentation with like just a general like connection with us like and everything like something that everyone can relate to and so he continued that on with just kind of the relatable but like in a different stance because we're often told in schools how something is and then how it should be and how we should react. And they connect with small things about like how you feel in school or how there's always a kid that is not as cool as everyone else. But he, he started with that. He gave us something that we can all kind of connect to and then he turned it into a bigger picture. So rather than it's just that haze and like this is our school and this is what we need to be, but it was more of how we can be as people and how we can act in the real world and from what we've learned from now and as like children. Yeah. Is there anything else about how he how he spoke to you or how he presented his information that 
really kind of hit you in the heart and, and got you really thinking. He presented it with, like, passion. It wasn't him just giving us, like, a couple of slides and just saying what was written down on his note cards. It was more like he says it because he believes it and he wants us to, like, feel it in our hearts. Yeah, and, like, nice. he showed us that we already, like, have labels and we've, like, learned them since we were kids. It's so, like, growing up, we have, like, labels and, like, I don't know if it makes sense, but, like, how when you're older you're taught, like, oh, that person's not good because of, like, the clothes they're wearing or stuff like that. And we already have labels. For stuff. Kind of showed us how far deep, like... The problem really is. Where yeah. It, like, originates. Because we see this as, like children and we continue it on in our later life because we don't understand what's wrong and right because at that age we're really impacted by everything we're surrounded with yeah and he he like put down the mic in a couple of like parts and he'd like yell it to us and like really like you could see everything he was feeling like through his voice and through his like mm-hmm. yeah. body language can you can you describe to the listeners what what the scene was like inside the auditorium in terms of your peers and your classmates. And that obviously your members of SAD, you were really locked in. But what about some of your, your other classmates? I was personally, like, surprised on how, like, attentive people were to it because in past, like, presentations and stuff, nobody really paid attention. There was, like, very few people that actually took it to heart. But during this presentation, everyone was paying attention. Everyone made eye contact. They weren't fooling around. They weren't talking to peers unless they were, like, talking about, like, how, like, deep the presentation was. And overall, I think they were just really moved by it, which was very surprising because a lot of the people that I thought wouldn't, it wouldn't really affect, it did affect them and a lot more than I thought it was going to. So, yeah. Yeah, like... Since we went to the middle school and I was like, oh, we're with the middle schoolers. It's going to be loud. Like, no one's going to pay attention. And the so auditorium we, like, was, like, dead silent. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I was surprised. Like, nobody, nobody was speaking out of turn. People weren't roughhousing. It was really, it was a really good display of, like, respect because you could tell that they were, like, absorbing the message. Like, yeah. they weren't just sitting there letting it go through their head and then just goes in one ear, throughout the other. But they were, like, actually... They were listening and comprehending what he was saying instead of just Yeah, like, at there. normal presentations, like, people would be, like, out on their phone or they'd be, like, talking to their friend. But, like, at this one, like, almost everyone was listening. Like, you didn't see anyone, like, talking to someone about it, like, unless they were talking about him. And, like, like everyone was listening, and I didn't think that was, like, going to happen. I figured there were, like, a couple people listening to it, but, like, everyone listened to it. So that was really good. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about the message that Calvin brought Um, to both the middle school and the high school. And, you know, the name of his presentation was Cowards to Warriors. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about what he meant by that and and how you interpreted it um, and those those particular labels? Well, I saw it as there's, I think there's five categories you can, like, categorize yourself Mm -hmm. as. Like, you can see yourself as a coward and kind of just follow what everyone else does, not really have a voice and not really do what you want, just kind of do what the general, like, population does. And then there was rebels, I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, which were kind of, like, bad guys. They kind of were, like, like, not crazy. They like to see other people be in pain, and they like to hurt people just because they have their own problems. And they're, like, not happy people. They're just really, really angry. Mm -hmm. And then there were soldiers who kind of 
they kind of like they just trek fu- through it all. Yeah, they kind of just went through all of it, and they had like they were kind of a mix of coward and what you'd say as a warrior. Like they kind of did what they wanted, kind of didn't. Like they're just kind of in between. Like they're just a kind of normal person, and then a warrior was someone who like followed their heart and did what they believed in and was strong and like could defend others and like was kind of really knowing and like wise. And I think his message was to look at that. So like kind of evaluate yourself and see who you are as a person and try to like show the best side of you to everyone and try to bring that out in others. Yeah. I think a really important was with the terrorist one where it's basically you just live to, you know, cause fear in other yeah, people. Yeah, like the thugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that one. Yeah. But I think I think all of those kind of represented, you know, who you are as a person and what you want to do with your life. And I think the overall message that I got from that part of the presentation was, like, what do you want to do with your life? Do you want to be someone who isn't considered a good person? Do you want to be someone who doesn't help other people? Or do you want to be someone that is truly just tries to help and just does what you want to do, not other people? Yeah, like, do you want to die a coward or, like, a warrior? That's kind of like what he was saying. You know, mm-hmm. how will people remember you yeah. as somebody who never did anything that... Just benefited other the people in themselves or one of those people who always did what they wanted, helped other people, and didn't hurt anybody, which was a good message, I think. Yeah. That stuck with people as well. I left and I was blown my eyes out. Yeah, he really made you, like, reevaluate, like, who you are as a person. Like, he made you really think about everything. And usually, like, we don't think about who we are. We just go with what we're used to doing and stuff like that. But he actually made... Me, at least, and I've heard yeah. quite, from quite a lot of other people, he made them sit back and actually, like, think about their choices that they've made in life and the things that they continue to do. And a lot of people have, like, decided to change what they were doing. So are students still talking about it? You know, it's a few yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's still, mm-hmm. like, a conversation amongst mm-hmm. uh, amongst mm-hmm. your friends and amongst other students? Yeah. Yeah, and what? I've only heard positive things out of it. Yeah. A lot of no, times we have presentations. Oh gosh, it's it kind bad. of like, oh, that was dumb, or that was yeah. annoying. Was I hate long. doing bullying like presentations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like, but, like, even from, out? like, from all the, like, groups and the different t- types of people, Every everyone had the same thing. It was awesome. It was great. Or it was really eye opening. It made me cry. I loved it. Or I want to see him again. Or it makes so, a really big difference. Yeah, I know a lot yeah. of people want him to come back. A lot of people are like, when is he gonna come back? Is he gonna come back next year? Like we should get him again because he was really good. Mm-hmm. And that's like really like a really big outcome of that. Like we've never. I don't think we've ever seen that kind of like yeah. reaction to anybody that's come and spoke with us. So I think that's, like, a really, really good thing that happened. Great. Mike, do you have anything you want to add? Um, Only that I'm so impressed that um, students in this school want to continue the conversation. Right. And uh, be a part of positive change, you know, for themselves, um, for their friends, for the community. Um, I I think it's it's, it's such a um, motivating factor for us all. that this, this is going to happen. Great. Well, I just want to make, thank all five of you for taking some time today to, to chat with me. You're and, uh, and, you know, I, I can guarantee you this conversation, it'll continue with mm-hmm. both the you know, students and with the, with the adults here at Hazen. So, um, but thanks, and uh, have a great day. You, you too. too. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, ladies. 
So I'm down here with Ali O'Hara, uh, who is our Act 77 coordinator. And in addition to helping students develop their personalized learning plans, Ali's also been integral in helping put together a really strong curriculum in our teacher-student advisories, which happen on B-days during second block. And so uh, this coming Friday during teacher-student advisory, uh, Allie's been working with a group of students to help facilitate some conversations in follow-up to the Calvin Terrell presentation. So, Allie, can you talk a little bit about how the conversations are going to go and what the students will be doing on Friday? Sure. On Friday, we will be separating the high school into um, grade level meetings all over um, all over the building, and they will be getting a large sheet of paper that will have a prompt talking, asking them what resonated with them with from the Calvin Terrell presentation and how they want to apply it in life. And the students then will have. 15 to 20 minutes, um, they'll get all different types of markers, colored pencils, and they can draw or write questions or write comments about um, answering that prompt. And what um, it's called a chalk talk, and with this chalk talk, students can then reply, with, with, reply to other students' comments and bounce off ideas to each other so that by the end of this chalk talk experience, they will have this piece of paper that's flooded with different ideas and drawings and the point of doing this activity is we really want the energy that we uh, got from the Calvin Trail presentation to just continue throughout the school and the, um, the presentation was wonderful and there's still students talking about it and we just want to keep that momentum going. Great, so who's going to be facilitating the grade level meetings? That will be a group of students that are involved in um, a club called YAST, and that is Youth and Adults Transforming Schools Together. And these students are also our student uh, teacher-student advisory reps. And so we meet talking about what we want to do with the school, how we can make our education relevant um, and rigorous, and um, what the students can do to be responsible for their own education. And they, uh, these, this group of students really felt compelled to continue with this, um, with what happened with the Calvin Terrell presentation. Great. Well, thanks for speaking with me. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to seeing uh, these conversations and how they progress on Friday and seeing this conversation you know, continue throughout the school year. So thanks and have a great day. Great. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Hazen Union Podcast. I'd like to thank Mike Clark, Tyvee, Katrina, Ramonda, Brianna, and Ali O'Hara for speaking with me today. And I'll leave you with a clip from one of Calvin's presentations. But the fifth type of people, the one I'm striving to be, the one I believe everyone in this room has the capacity to be, and I believe you are here because this is the path that you are on. Everybody, please say the word warrior. Warriors. Warriors follow us over mind, heart, and spirit. The warrior's goal is just to live an authentic life. Not to go and fight others, not to go and hurt people, but to basically just live authentic, healthy. The warrior's ultimate battle is with self. <laughs>